0: Hi there, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is the disgruntled seller and the two-faced buyer after the sale of a dental office. Unpredictable behavior. Anyway, so let's get into this. But before we do, as you know, we have 10 employees. We're in two, we're in multiple states throughout the United States. And we're here to help you sell your practice, help you purchase a practice, appraisal, buy a representative, sell a representative, uh, whatever you need. Evaluation, we are here for you. And we'll get into what we can do for you, uh, etc. Now, if you're thinking about selling to a uh, DS, TS, and before we forget, our phone number is 201-663-0935. And our website is dentalpracticeguide.com. Or you can also reach us at Nationwide Dental Practice Brokers.com. So we're always available to you. We try to do these uh, as they're breaking information so we apologize not a fancy studio this is just word from the street and what we do and etc now also if you're thinking about and all the information as I say is uh, for entertainment purposes if you're thinking about selling to a DSO please call us because we can uh, help you in that regard um, DSO is usually looking for you know, over a million dollar practice of five operatories or more, doctor willing to stay on. Although the majority of them now want 1.8 million or more. A lot of consolidation going on in that group. So we will give you the details on it. Furthermore, um, our commissions generally paid by the DSO. We don't work for them, but they'll generally pay it. Historically, all my DSO deals, they paid my commission. Um, Now, if you work with us, I'll get your legal fees reimbursed based on certain criteria reimbursed upon successful closing. So call us and we'll give you the details on that. Now, what happens after a closing? What happens? Why do you get a disgruntled seller sometimes that everything's great, you know, before closing and right after closing, they're just very difficult to work with sometimes or the attitude changes. What happens there and then what happens to the two-faced buyer? The buyer that's all happy and, and motivated, all of a sudden they take on ownership, it's like a different person. I'm just telling you this to be aware. This is why if you have employment as a seller, post-closing, you must have great employment contracts and termination agreements. That is so important. And the reason to use the dental attorneys, they've been there, they've done that. You know they see the problems that happen and they incorporate that into future contracts and that's what you've got to be aware of That these things happen really run into problems sometimes significant problems now just recently we had a buyer he was a great buyer 24 hours after closing he's driving the seller crazy with phone calls and Asking them to help manage things wasn't their responsibility. Certainly the seller stepped up to the plate and you're trying to make somebody successful, but you know you have to have your team in place pretty much. And these things are more of a management uh, type of thing that he should have his own employees uh, because I think there's a situation he wanted to bring in his own office manager, uh, but you just can't take over that easy. You should always try to maintain the old employees without question. But he's the smartest guy in the room. Of course, wants to bring his own team in. Um, so there was a lot of issues. I'm talking working that phone for like 24, 48, 72, 120 hours after the closing, kind of wearing the seller down. The seller was there, and not that the seller wasn't, uh, you know, certainly wanted to make them uh, comfortable and successful. But at the same time, uh, the seller doesn't work for you anymore not like an employment thing, the seller's there to assist in a transition, but it was overkill. It's essentially they wanted the seller to do a uh, uh, to take over management roles which he, the doctor had brought his own manager. So there to assist you, but not to work for you. Now, to work for you, sometimes yes, the doctor, the selling doctor work as an employee but, you know, you sellers that are going to engage in that kind of type of thing, well, you've got to have a uh, uh, situation where you get along and uh, you have to have termination clauses in your contract, in the employment contract, as the seller, if you're going to work for them post-closing. If this fellow or this gal is going to turn into a Jekyll and Hyde, two different personalities, 2 face, you got to get out of there and you have to have reasons to get out of there and a contract that states specifically. Remember, when there's an argument about anything, contractual argument, the only thing you have to go back to is your contract. That's it, it's your contract. Not he said, she said, I'm not sure of this, it's your contract. So you gotta remember that. That's why once again, I know I keep repeating this thing, dental attorneys, and many attorneys can work in any state across the country. Don't tell me about your friend, that you're a family attorney for years, you must use him, and this is a simple dental deal because that attorney has been involved in hospital mergers. I love that one. Hospital mergers, oh, they're so smart. They don't know it, they don't know our field. Save yourself the headache. My biggest headaches continue to be wrong attorneys, nightmare landlord, wrong bank, over and over again. Maybe someday they'll listen to me, I don't know. But this personality change by the buyer—I mean, this guy just we just closed on the deal. It's like, who is he or she? It's like, is this the same person I've been dealing with for three months? What is going on here? And I'm running into this problem now: termination clauses for you, the seller, to get out of great contract to reflect on. Now, this one um, seller is almost being he's a. Uh, He's not working for the doctor, he's trying to help him transition, but, you know, it's not fair that they are um, asking the seller to do management work. Transition is one thing, two-phase. And then there's been some other behavioral changes on the buyer, that I'm like, whoa, step back, just take it easy, pal. I couldn't believe it. So be prepared for that as a seller, and the buyer, yeah, you've got to be prepared. Sometimes the seller does not feel they got the right dollar amount for the practice. They feel that they were cut out. They were cut too low, and they'll oblige by the terms of the contract, but that's it. They're not going to extend themselves beyond that, beyond what the contractual agreement is. So you got to understand that. So you try to come in and beat up the seller too much and bring down the price too much. doesn't always work in your favor. Believe me, yes, you got a great deal. And the seller had no choice in one of those situations. Sometimes you don't want to beat up the seller too much because they, they worked in practice for many years and they could bring things to the table. And they know something about every single patient, especially some of their personal finances. Some guy or gal that was getting divorced and coming into a, or an inheritance coming in, they were always going to do their work. Fifty, sixty thousand dollar makeover, who knows? But you know, they could bring that to the table. They're not obligated to do that. So something to think about don't piss off the seller too much. Be real careful with that. and uh, Or this seller can be disgruntled and you've got to be prepared as a buyer. Come the day after closing, the buyer will say to himself, what did I do wrong? And it's understandable. You're trying to build your business and it's hard enough, but You understand where the seller's coming from, too. Treat the seller fairly, Contractually, negotiate with them fairly, and it should work out well. But beware of this two-phase that can happen, buyer or seller. It does happen. Just be prepared for it. Have your contracts set up and everything else. It was great listening to you talking to everybody about Jersey Shore. It is a beautiful weekend. Unfortunately, i got to go to a big uh, uh, church affair next week. It's going to be a great affair. I'm really excited about it down in Washington, D.C., but I'm gonna miss the beach. Oh, every weekend away, gonna go crazy. But I'm going swimming, bike riding today. Can't uh, can't wait. Went bike riding this morning. It was great. So hope you're all out there enjoying it. Uh, remember your success rate is 99.75%, you're gonna do fantastic, believe me, we got you back. If you have questions, even if you're not one of our clients, please call us, we'll be more than happy to help you, okay? We've been there, done that, and we are here to help you. Now, we have all new uh, videos coming out, I think we're over 350 now. I think they say we're the largest ones in the country as far as dental, medical, excuse me, videos on buying and selling dental practice for YouTube. So listen and we'll help you out okay? Um, Subscribe, and you'll hear about all the new videos as we come out. We have a lot of them coming out. So thank you for listening. It is a great day. It's a Sunday. Get to the beach. Do something. Go by the mountain streams. Get near some water. I'm going swimming. See you later, team. Bye.